Hello, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to a new episode of The Chat. I'm Brittany. And I'm Amanda. And today we are talking red flags. Red flags in friends, relationships, um, professional, like work environments. We're kind of just going over, we're generalizing red flags for all of those areas. Um, So I know this has been a big topic on like this was a big TikTok thing last year of people yeah. revealing their red flags and mm-hmm. um, kind of falls hand in hand with like X, like X red flags. It's just the severity, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. There is like a, there's a level like an ick is more like can be kind of unrealistic. And I feel like a mm-hmm. red flag is more like you do have supporting evidence to back there's facts. Yeah. Yeah. These mm-hmm. claims. For sure. <laughs> so I know some of ours are like a little bit more specific and air on the funny side. Some of them are a little bit more serious and deep and like require more conversation. Some of them fall kind of in the middle. Um, so we're really just hitting everything today. I know Amanda split hers into categories. So we're very organized over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mine might be a little bit on the deeper side, but you know. I'll make them funny. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just laugh <laughs> laugh while you're saying them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, let's hear about your week. What have you been up to? Um, yeah, week was good. I didn't have as many networking events, so I actually had some time to like see friends, which was great. Um, let's see. Um, I had a wine and charcuterie night with my friend Gianna and your favorite – well, okay, other than Crash, your other favorite dog, Fendi. Oh, so cute. (laughs) Literally the most adorable dog besides Crash ever. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Shout out Fendi. Um, Yeah, shout out Fendi. Shout out Gianna. Brittany's obsessed with your dog. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she got a new apartment uh, with a roommate and it's like – so cute. It's in La Jolla, like UTC area. So it's on like the other side of the freeway, but um, super green. It's like right next to a huge park, lots of trees, just super pretty. Um, And it's a two bed, two bath. And I was just so impressed. Like it made me want to move because- Oh my gosh. I know. Like I could not imagine moving from my apartment, but she has so many amenities that I was like, uh, it's tempting. It was just so cool. Um, super nice redone apartment with like a patio, in-unit washer dryer, um, beautiful kitchen. Closet space was crazy. She has two full closets, like that pole on both sides, like two oh mirrored closets. And I was just, yeah, it was insane. Um, what is so super cool. stand for? It's like the – I think it stands for, stands for like University Town Center or something. It's like the business e section of La Jolla. Okay. That's where like the mall is and like the business buildings. Um, I think that's what it stands – I could be completely wrong. Don't quote me on that. Oh, I'm sure Dom will let me know though, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we get everything fact-checked around here. Yes. Nick, let me know if I'm correct on that since you're a local. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so that was fun. And then I didn't really do much the rest of the week. Um, Kind of got back into routine on 
I believe it was Friday, Mason and I played pickleball. He has a portable pickleball net, which is fun. So we took that to like a random basketball court and played that. That's fun. Um, yep, super fun. Watched A Star is Born. Have you seen that? Oh, yes. I love that movie. I haven't seen so it. So good. Yeah. The ending's so sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, good movie. Um, and then my friend Alexis from college was in town with her friend Alexis, which made oh. it very confusing. <laughs> I was, like, introducing all my friends to them, and I'm like, this is Alexis, and this is Alexis. And they were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, so that was fun. Um, I took them to brunch with um, Aaron and Heather um, on – gosh, I'm, like, forgetting my days – on Saturday. And so I took them to Blue Whale, um, and then we went to Lahaina's, which is on – kind of like the Mission Beach side, um, had a few drinks, took them to Flamingo Deck, um, had a bonfire back at my place with everybody. And then um, at that bonfire, Crash met his new best friend, Zeus. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's Mason's friend's Paul's new dog. (laughs) From the adoption event. From the adoption event. So they got to meet and they were just running around in circles. It was so cute. So, yeah. Well, that sounds like a great week. Yeah. It was a good weekend, I guess. And then just cleaned all day yesterday. I did like six loads of laundry, which was gnarly. Yeah. Um, How about you? Did you do fun stuff? I did – I have a more social week coming up this week, um, but I did do some fun things. Um, Definitely caught up on work after my eye infection the week before. (laughs) Really put me out of commission. Um, Just die. But yeah, so um, last week was definitely work heavy, which was good. Um, Very productive. On Wednesday, Charlie and I went out to dinner to Eureka in Roseville, Mm -hmm. um, which we almost never do during the week. Um, So that was kind of a fun switch up. Mm -hmm. Usually we're like, if it's like, I almost said a school night, if it's a work night, (laughs) we're like, yeah, let's just like get takeout or like make something and like watch TV at home. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we did that and that was fun. Um, And then... Friday for lunch, we or I went with my work team. We did like a um, a team outing to this French restaurant in Sac. Okay, I'm gonna say the name, but I'm so sorry be- to everyone because I'm going to mispronounce this. But I think it's pronounced Brasserie du, du Monde. <laughs> I think that sounds good. <laughs> I think the hand motions really help with the pronunciation. Um, (laughs) But that was super good. I've never been to that restaurant before, but I really like French food. So um, it was great. And then it's right next door to the IMAX theater. Did you ever go there as a kid? Oh, yeah. I totally did. It's like kind of an iconic. Like I went there on a field trip when I was going to private school and like 
first grade or maybe mm-hmm. even kindergarten. Like I was really little and we saw like an underwater movie. Um, I know exactly the movie you're talking you about. Do? Wait, what's it I, called? I would watch I it I saw it at the same theater. You did? <laughs> this is so weird because I feel like we think about the – like we find these things ever so often. Like there's no way we didn't meet each other when we were little, you know? No. Yeah, there's literally no way. Wow, that's crazy. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I just cannot remember like the name of it. But did it, it had the big like underwater squids, right? Yeah. And it was like a yeah. full like – it, like what is the what does under the ocean look like? I remember yep. it being like a very cool movie. It was like very immersive. Mm-hmm. And I would like watch it now for sure. Hmm. Well, if any of our listeners know, <laughs> yeah, let us know. We've been getting some wow. good information from you guys. So um, but that's what it was next to. And that just like unlocked, like I went, um, I drove with my friend Sarah and we were walking up and I was like, new memory unlocked. I have been in this place before. Um, cause it's kind of an area of town that I'm never mm-hmm. in that specific area. So I totally forgot about that theater and stuff, but yeah, so that was good. Um, I found out, well, I know that you're not doing dry January anymore, but no. I'm sticking to it. Um, good. and yeah. I will say it is interesting to go to like which you can probably relate to this going to like networking events Mm -hmm. is going to any sort of like business outing and not drinking. It's like, it's an interesting experience because it's just like, again, it's just part of it. Like not even specifically to sales. Like I just feel like any businessy type, you know, outing get together, like people have like a glass of wine and that was Mm -hmm. the vibe here. And I was like, Oh, can't do it. (laughs) It's so hard and it's like mm-hmm. you don't realize how hard it is until you try not to and then you're like, no. oh gosh, am I addicted? Because like I, I don't know. It's pretty bad. But I did – I made it through a few networking events without it. Um, but yeah, I had to fold for the prospect meeting. Yeah. But it's, it's so hard. It's not yeah. easy. And you, like perfect example, you literally folded for something business related. Like it wasn't like yeah. you were like, oh, I'm dying to go out to the bars. Like No, I literally just – she was like, we should go out to drinks. And I'm like, oh, well, can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like it's yeah. really interesting. Like this could be a, such like a much longer conversation, but it's really interesting mm-hmm. like how much like just being a professional is interlaced with mm-hmm. drinking. Yeah. Um, Holiday parties, you mm -hmm. name it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like having something to hold. Like I ended up Mm -hmm. drinking like sparkling water in a champagne flute and Mm -hmm. it it still like even that made me feel like more normal because I had something to like cheers with and stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely interesting. Um, yeah, I had a I, – okay, I want to say one more thing. I had yeah. a mocktail at one of these networking events mm-hmm. um, for the same exact reason that you're talking about, just to hold something. I was thinking it was going to be, like, cheaper than a drink. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> I, like, literally – I paid for it, and I was like, shoot. I should have just stuck to water and or – yeah, I could have just gotten a drink at this point. But, yeah, they're expensive. Yeah. I – Love the idea of a mocktail again for mm-hmm. that same reason, yeah. but it's there's such a ripoff. Yeah, like, there's no alcohol in it. It's just juice and like club it's soda. Juice. Why are you charging me eight dollars? Like, there's nothing yeah. in this. 
I feel like we should be almost like rewarding the people who are strong enough to not drink. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Sorry, that was a rant. We really no, could no, have no. a whole episode about that. <laughs> I, re- I really think we could. We'll have to put that in the content ideas. But okay, um, let, let us know if you guys mm-hmm. want to hear more about it. Um, but anyway, then over the weekend, I spent my – weekend in Orland for my grandpa's birthday, um, which was really fun. We took him out to dinner on Saturday and just like hung out during the day. Um, We, yeah, I don't know. We just chilled and went to a nice steakhouse for dinner um, Mm -hmm. with, it was just me, my mom and dad, and then my grandparents, and then my uncle. And my two cousins and my cousin's girlfriend. Um, And we just, I know, big group. Um, That is a big group. But yeah, and it was a place that I had never been to. Um, It was really good. And then we came home and actually we watched, have you heard of, I feel like you haven't, there's no way you're going to watch this, but American Nightmare on Netflix. It sounds like something you would never watch. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I honestly, I do not watch true crime anymore, even though I love it. I think I've mentioned this before, but I cannot watch Mm -hmm. it in my apartment alone. It freaks me out. But Mm -hmm. um, we watched it after we got home from dinner. And it's like this story that just happened in like Vallejo. So super close to here. And it's a really crazy story. So anybody who's listening that does want to watch something like that, highly recommend. It's very interesting. Lots of moving parts. Um. But yeah, so that was good. Oh, um, we saw our number one listener, Marcy. Shout out Marcy. I know she's listening. <laughs> I told her besides our moms, she's our most loyal listener. And like she usually oh, listens sure. to the episode even before my mom does. <laughs> and she comments. <laughs> yeah. Um so we appreciate the support. Um, she told me that last week her and her husband and their son were going somewhere. And she was like, oh, can we finish listening to this week's episode of the chat? And Greg, her husband, was like, oh, sure. So they put it on in the car. And her son in the back seat was like, how long can girls talk about groceries? <laughs> Okay, I understand. I understand where he's coming from. <laughs> Girls can just talk in general forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so but I funny. thought that was so funny because yeah, I get it too. Like I'm like, yeah, it's not the most you know interesting topic in the world by any means. <laughs> that probably was one of our more dry episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so (laughs) I thought that was really funny. But then we were talking. So it's so funny listening to her and my mom talk about like their old stories from growing up because they just have like the most hilarious stories. And some of them, like they tell them and I'm like, we were so good in high school compared to them. (laughs) And so we like Marcy was like, you have to have me and your mom on the podcast and we'll share our stories. My mom says she refuses to do it because she would be too nervous. (laughs) Oh, we'll work her way up to it because I think it would be so funny to have like this generation besties and that generation besties. And we just like have them tell these stories that are like so hilarious. Um, 
because I learned something new every time. So funny. So we'll have to get them on here. I think that's great. We need the other dynamic duo. Yes, for sure. Um, But yeah, so that was the weekend. And then other most recent update, very boring, but I did get my windshield fixed. I'm sure you were all on the edge of your seat. I did break my windshield a few weeks ago. So that was the last exciting part of my week. Catch up. And tell them tell them how the pricing went down, what you originally thought versus how much it actually was. So anybody who breaks your windshield, as long as you have insurance, which you should if you're on the road, um, always report it to your insurance because I thought that it would be like this huge expense and you would have to, it would like go against your driving record and stuff, but you just report it to your insurance and let them know when it happened and you only have to pay a hundred dollars. Um, I mean, actually, I don't know in general, I guess for me, I only had to pay a hundred dollars and I thought I was going to have to pay like 2000 for a new windshield. So that was definitely a pleasant surprise and it's super quick and easy. Um, shout out safe light sponsor us. <laughs> That's our first sponsor. Cause you imagine. <laughs> We're like, well, it's a little random, but we will definitely make it work. <laughs> I mean, we love the product. Definitely not our market, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was my week. Let's switch gears here and get into red flags. Again, I think we're just going to volley back and forth, which we haven't done in a few weeks. Um, oh, wait. Actually, no, we did that last week. Just kidding. Um, but we are just going to go back and forth and kind of trade red flags with each other. Like I said, I think I went a little, well, some of mine are more serious, but some of mine are like a little bit more specific, which make them kind of funny. Um, I tried to do like half and half. I know Amanda said hers are like overall a little bit more deep, so it'll, it'll work out well. Um, I know you have six and I have five, so I'll have you go first. I'm trying to find like the least like (laughs) dramatic one. Um, okay. Um, I guess I'll just start with work because I feel like that's a pretty, I don't know, with like work, red flags, I feel like as long as you're not in the like dramatic category and you don't have friends that are in the dramatic category, like that's all that really matters. I feel like I've heard so many horror stories about like people getting into workplace drama and- Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like there's this, there's always going to be those people at jobs that you go to that just thrive off of like negativity and talking crap about people um, and they'll complain all the time. Um, so just try to stay away from those people. I mean, in general, but especially at work because then you don't want to lose your job because they're off the rails um, and you don't want to get pulled into that either. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hearing, you know, my mom's was in HR for like years. So I've heard a lot of crazy stories about, you know, people getting into some crazy things and saying nasty things, but that's just I don't know. Don't don't be with the people or engage with the people who are like crap talking people through Teams cuz not a good look. Yeah. No, I think that's that's definitely a red flag. Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. probably in all areas of life, but definitely at work. Yeah. You do not want to get pulled into that. Like, we're all adults. Let's save your drama for your personal life. Yeah, for your friendships. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
totally kidding. <clears throat> All right. Anyhow. My first one is, oh, and also mine kind of, I know you split yours up into categories. Mine are kind of mm-hmm. umbrella over like everything. So you can apply this That's to good. like anybody in your life. Um, first red flag is somebody who doesn't have any close relationships with people. That's mm-hmm. a major red flag to me. So like if, you know, if you meet like a prospective friend or I guess maybe like in a work standpoint, this would be a little bit more difficult because they could just, I don't know. It, it's like, it's like probably less on your radar. Like I don't really care if my coworker has close relationships relationships with people outside of work, I guess. Yeah. So this is probably yeah. more of a personal one. Um, but yeah, I just like, that's such a red flag to me. It's not like I'm going to avoid those people at all costs. Like they're bad people, but it's like, okay, you obviously mm-hmm. have these issues with people for a reason. So I'm probably going to yep. keep you at an arm's length. I'm probably going to, you know, and we're not going to be like super close. I'm going to give you all my secrets because I'm a little suspicious already. But yeah, no, I think that's good. And it, it probably translates to people <clears throat> just not putting in effort either. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like the people who don't have any people close to them, it's probably just because they don't put in enough effort. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, it's those same people who I saw this a lot growing up. I don't really have anybody in my life like this now, but growing up, it's like those people who would like have falling outs with people like, you know, every few months. Mm -hmm. And those are the same people who are like, why does this always happen to me? And you're like, okay, well, if this, my mom would always say like, if the same thing keeps happening to you over and over again, you Mm -hmm. are the problem. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people I feel like just never really learned that. Yeah. No, there's um, something going around TikTok right now where it literally says like, when you warned your friends about that one person and then they finally like, figure out who they are you know what I'm saying like if there's one person that like screws you over and you like warn your friends and you're like wait that person's actually like a bad person and they're like oh no like they're fine Mm -hmm. but then that person ends up screwing them over and then everyone's like okay yeah we should have listened to you know Brittany about that person you know yeah so I definitely like that was definitely a thing in high school Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a lot of that in high school but um yeah that's kind of in correlation with my next one for friendships just and in relationships anyone but mostly friendships people who flake like 24 7 oh my gosh I almost put that on mine so I'm glad that you did because I deleted it for something else but okay perfect we have the right track yeah cool yeah that's annoying yeah um yeah just somebody who you can't count on that Mm -hmm. I feel like flakiness though I think you could probably apply to Obviously, relationships, friendships, and professional people too. Because yeah. there's definitely p- flaky people in the business uh, world. That's the worst when you ask someone for something and they just they ghost you. Yeah, you're like, oh, can I have you know X Y Z? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then they ghost you, and you're like, okay, well, kind of needed that, but thanks anyways. Yeah, or the people who don't show up to like a Zoom meeting, mm. especially mm-hmm. if they're the one who suggested the time. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Happened to me last. Oh my gosh. Tries to be crazy. I, I probably should. Yeah, I need to just stop talking before I share the whole thing. But um, <laughs> yeah, very frustrating. Um, 
What's your next one? Or is it my turn? Um, No, I'll do my next one. Um, okay. My next one is more of a funny one, but definitely a red flag for me. Somebody who will correct you mid-sentence if you say something wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of relate. Like this is like definitely like attention-seeking for me. So I could have yeah. just put attention seekers, but I kind of went a step further. Just like correcting like either a fact that you said, grammar, like if you use mm-hmm. the wrong word or the wrong tense or something, there are those people where you're like, could – like did you have – don't embarrass me in front of everybody. And that I think can yeah. definitely apply to anything, professional, friendship, relationship, anything. I just mm-hmm. like – I don't like people who like try to – like make you look bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think like you said, embarrass is like the key word. Like people mm-hmm. who intentionally try to point stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think definitely the more like general statement would be something like that. Mm-hmm. Like just embarrassing, trying to point out something bad about you in front of people. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's definitely a red flag. And I don't like it. Yeah, no, me either. It's just (laughs) writing these was like giving me flashbacks to just like all the like terrible people I've met in my entire life. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause you, you're thinking of people when you do this list. Like you're like, who do I not like? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, who made me feel like small and sad and just like not happy? Mm -hmm. And it like brings up so many feelings. Um, Now the next one, (laughs) this is literally all my trauma. Um, The next one is, so you know, in like high school or I mean, in general, whenever, um, I call it like the sidewalk rule where it's like people who intentionally will like leave you out of like Mm. the group or like, I always remember, um, I don't know if it was like middle school or high school, but everyone would like stand in a circle at like lunch or something. And there would be those people who would intentionally like put their backs like that. And like they literally could take one step to the side and like open up the circle for people, but they would just be rude and just keep the circle completely closed off or like walking on a sidewalk. They would just like not communicate to the other person. It's just, it's so bad. Like I remember that being like the most petty thing about girls growing up was just like the intentional or like, oh my gosh, even worse, not (laughs) getting invited to the after slumber party. (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) Cause it's like, yeah, it's just, you, you know, what's going on. And it's like, if you have a birthday party when you're younger and you invite like everyone to the sleepover, except for one person, like, come on. Like, that's intentional for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you're leaving one singular person out. That's just so sad. Yeah, it's different than if, like, if a kid has, like, one person staying the night after. But if it's literally, right. like, a majority of the party besides a few people, like, that is just so rude. It's so um, rude. And, yeah, you could definitely apply that to, like, people now it's like yeah like you can literally apply that to like going out to the bars with people Mm -hmm. like some people are like that where they're like or like if you know they're trying to like talk to a guy or something and they're like get out of here you know Mm -hmm. they're like I thought we were hanging out yeah there's yeah there's so much of that but yeah yeah no one likes feeling that way no definitely a red flag 
Um, my next one is people that are always looking for something better. So like hmm. grass is greener type of people. Um, yeah. I've known lots of these people in my life. Um, again, all different areas of life. Um, definitely. I mean, in a professional setting, you could probably relate this to people who are like, you know, getting a new job every year, which there's nothing wrong with that. However, it is kind of a red flag. So it's like, are you ever going to be happy with like the situation that you have currently? Yeah, Um, that's true. And not that, okay, I do want to specify too, like there's nothing, you should always be aiming to like make yourself better. You should always be aiming to like be a better version of you. And there's nothing wrong. Like, I mean, you and I are both very driven and ambitious people. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that, but I'm, like, but you can also like take a minute to like appreciate like where you are now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out like how how else to like specify that because I do want to make sure that there is like there is a difference between what I'm talking about and just being like driven and ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the or like you know if you have plans to like this was like a definitely something in college like if you have plans to hang out with somebody and they're like going to hang out with you as long as something better doesn't come along, that's like, sounds more fun. Like something like that. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And I feel like it, it's just being appreciative of what you have, I think too. Cause I think when it comes to like being driven and stuff, it's like, yeah, of course everyone would love like a nice car or a nice house. But it's like, if that's all you're focused on all the time, I feel like it. And like, I don't know, like I have a great apartment. Like I would love a house. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to afford a house, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, I have the worst apartment ever. I just want a house like all the time because then, it, yeah, it's you're not being appreciative of the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, told, I totally get that. Always wanting more and more and more and not being um, happy with where you're at. So yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Or like relating it to like a relationship example, like somebody getting a boyfriend and being like, well, you know, I'm still going to keep my options open. And it's like, well, yeah. no, like if you like the person, <laughs> you can't yeah. do that. But I feel like so yeah. many people are like that. Yeah. Well, I think it's the, I mean, that's a whole nother debate we could go into, but that's definitely where like the social media stuff comes into play because it's like people are just constantly looking at like comparing themselves to other people and oh, I could go into that for so long. Um yeah. But yeah. It's where it stems, I think, is it's just like people are constantly looking at people who have more, you know, better looking things, whether it's like yeah, a house or a boyfriend. It's like, yeah, there's hot guys out there, but that doesn't mean that they're a good person. Right. You know, like you can't just, yeah, you can't just assume. So. No. Yeah. That is actually a good point too. I do feel like this is more prevalent now than it's probably ever been before because we have constant Mm -hmm. access to what everybody else has. And it's like Mm -hmm. you're looking at people who are younger than us who are like flying in private jets to Mm -hmm. Italy on a Tuesday. Um, And we're sitting here like, okay, we obviously like can't do that. We don't have the means. We have a job. Like, all you Mm -hmm. know, so it's like so easy to compare yourself Yeah, Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe my red flag is more so like the extreme then. So obviously again, like that's natural to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I wish I 
you know, I wish I was doing better, but it's like the extreme version of it. Like people that just like can't commit to their current situation. Yeah. Or people that complain all the time about their current situation without doing anything to like make it better. Yeah. hundred <clears> percent. <throat> yeah. All right. I'm like I'm tossing the turn. baton back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like forgot. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so more of like relationships. Um, I said like extreme, I got, but it goes to both, but just from my own personal experience, like extreme highs and lows. Um, so it's like you feel like you're taking like one step forward, but then it's like something else happens and then you take five steps back and it just like there's a lot of like push and pull and stuff. Um, and I feel like I've felt that in a lot of my previous relationships. So that's like why now it's like so different because um, it's more just like constant rather mm-hmm. than like the super high high and the super low lows. Um, and I know it has like a lot to do with like attachment styles and stuff and like if – yeah, I mean, I could go into that too. But um, yeah, I think being with – if you're anxious and then the other person's avoidant, like all that stuff, like it just creates like a super toxic um, environment and can just, yeah, really be detrimental to your mental well-being. So definitely if you can identify that and avoid it, that would be great. But I mean, I think everyone – sometimes people just have to go through it to like realize that it's just like not viable for like the long term. Yeah. I definitely think like everybody has had a relationship like that too. Mm -hmm. Like I definitely have as well, just with those really high highs and really low lows. And at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, like I, I don't want to generalize it, but I think a lot of the time that's definitely like a manipulation type Mm -hmm. tactic where it's like, oh, but, you know, things are really good right now. And then, like, things mm-hmm. get really, really bad. And you're like, uh, but then somehow, like, the wool gets pulled over your eyes because then they're really good again. It's like a roller yep. coaster that's never ending. Yeah. A roller coaster from hell. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try to try to not stay on that roller coaster for too long. Or, yeah, you'll be dragged down there, too. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, my next one is um, indecisiveness, people who can't mm. decide things. Um, I, de- I mean, I, again, I can honestly kind of – this is a red flag of mine sometimes to yeah. like about me. Um, I'm like, yeah, it is a red flag of yours. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that drives me crazy <laughs> about you. Um, I'm not really talking about like – I mean, maybe I kind of am because, again, these are like your personal red flags. Like I was going to say that I'm – not talking about people who like can't decide where they want to go to dinner, but maybe I kind of am talking about them. Even though that's me yeah. sometimes too. I will say that's a red flag that I wear some of the time. Yeah. But just people who can't decide anything, like what they want to do in life, yeah, where they want to eat, what where they want to go on vacation. Like, do you want to go to place A or place B? And they're constantly looking at you to make the decision. Mm-hmm. Like you don't always want to be the one who's making the decision for other people. So that kind of drives no. me crazy um, is, yeah, just like I want people around me, again, people that I work with, people that I'm friends with, people that I'm in – people as in plural. Um, no, one person I'm in a relationship with. Good thing. Carly's very decisive. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Brittany's in an open relationship actually. <laughs> I know. Like all these people I'm in a relationship with, you know. 
Um, no, but it just, yeah, like I want them to be able to make a decision and feel confident in that decision and like stick to that decision. Again, like mm-hmm. that kind of goes with not always looking for something better. Like you're confident yeah. in these decisions that you make. I think that's definitely a green flag in somebody. So I don't know, just the opposite. It kind of like, it gives, it kind of gives me the ick. Yeah. No, I agree. It's like hard enough to make your own decisions on a day-to-day. So when you have to make your own decisions plus someone else's decisions, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my next one's literally like, I mean, not the same, but mine's doesn't want to compromise. So someone yeah. who just has no room to um, negotiate, which is why you, me, and Sarah are such great friends is because we all like will compromise on th- – like when we go on trips, it's like – I don't know. I feel like we all like the same things, which makes it easier. But um, there's probably some things that like you like more than I do. But I'm like not like, oh, no, like we're not going to go there because I don't want to do that. I mm-hmm. hate when people are like that. Like it's mm-hmm. their way or like the highway on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean I guess that comes to just like – yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's hard in conversations too because I've met a lot of people where like they're very strong in their beliefs and I think that's fine. Like I think it's great to be like believe in what you want, but um when people don't have like an open mind too, that's really makes things really hard because it's mm-hmm. like they won't even listen to like anything you have to say. They'll just be like, "No, you're wrong." And it's like, "I'm not wrong. Like I can believe what I want to believe too." But um yeah, it's just hard when people are very set in their ways. It's mm-hmm. nice to have some <clears throat> ability to either negotiate and come to a compromise or just, yeah, be a little bit more open-minded. Yeah. I do just feel like overall, too, it's very hard to communicate with anybody who's unwilling to compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times I feel like people who have really strong, you know, beliefs in general even have really strong beliefs on, like, silly things. Like – Mm-hmm. the best fast food restaurant in the area. And it's like, no, if you don't think – like it's just ridiculous to think that mm-hmm. there's one right answer to that. But there are plenty of people in the world who would believe that. <laughs> yep, 100%. Yeah, it is a lot of silly things, which makes it worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. My last one um, – is this is another one that's like a little bit more specific, but it is people who are rude to service staff. Uh, that's <laughs> a good one. Everything on my list, this is my biggest red flag by far. Um, working yeah. in the restaurant industry for as long as I did. Um, and I was almost going to put like restaurant staff, but then I realized it's kind of just service staff in general. Like anybody who's doing any sort of ser- – literally anybody – just don't be rude to people, but mm-hmm. like specifically, obviously restaurant, like any like retail staff, um, people who are doing some sort of service for you, like your like nail tech. Like mm-hmm. I just cannot fathom being rude to anybody who is like giving you their time. Um, and but I specifically had restaurant in mind just because that's like what hit close to home for me. Um, like if I was if I was on a date with somebody, if I was on like, if I was with a group of friends, if I was at a business lunch, if anybody at the table was like rude to the server, I would like instant red flag. I would be mortified. Mm-hmm. 
I just cannot understand why anybody would behave like that. But it definitely happens because I've seen all of it. Yeah. No, it's I've I've been at the table for probably I can think of two times off the top of my head, and it was very very awkward and made me cringe internally and want to just like hide my face and turn the other way because yeah it's just it's so unnecessary um there's just you just don't know what people are going through and there's no need to be that rude to people um, no so yeah I totally agree with that one that should have been like the first one you said <laughs> I know. Well, That's honestly, it's actually the first one on my list, on my notes, oh. but I wanted to finish it off. Like I, I saved the best for last. That's um, true. I hope everyone listens. You better have listened to the whole thing. Yeah. That was um, a good one. Yeah. Cause this is by far the biggest one for me. Like if I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that just tells so much about a person. Like you're mm-hmm. probably selfish. You're probably just like not a nice person. You don't have respect for other people. Um, or like, yeah, a subsector of that is like people who don't tip. Oh my gosh, oh, that yeah. could be a whole episode for me. I could do a monologue. <laughs> you just have everyone from Top Golf like on there explaining all the like crazy experiences. I'm sure. Yeah, it would be a crazy episode. <laughs> that would be fun. You should do like a Top Golf episode. That would be funny. We could do like a round table. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody gives like their top two craziest ser- serving experiences. Yeah. Okay, another one to add to the list. <laughs> yep, going on the content calendar. All right, yeah. why don't you finish this up, us up with your last one? Um, yeah, so the last one, um, I'm sure I talked about this on the um, – I think we talked about it on the friendship episode like a long time ago. Um, but for like friendships and relationships, like the biggest thing that I feel like I look for is just – I mean, obviously someone who cares about you – Um, But I feel like when you get in like an argument or like a disagreement, it's the most important thing to me is if someone doesn't like come to you and want to know why you're upset and like how to fix it and apologize. Like if someone doesn't do that, then that's the biggest red flag I feel like of all, like whether friendship, relationship, whatever. Um, Because I feel like when you like share your feelings and you're like, oh, that like upset me. And the person like gets defensive and stuff like that. I just that's the worst. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh no, like I didn't, I didn't do anything. And you're like, okay, well, can you just stop for a second and hear that I'm just upset? And can you just say like sorry and just get over it? Like, I don't know. I just I feel like people <clears throat> that just don't they just don't care why you're upset. And that's when you know you're like, okay, they're probably not a good friend. They're not a good significant other if they don't care about how their actions made you upset and how they can fix them. So yeah, like even if they don't think that they did <clears throat> anything wrong, mm-hmm. just be able to acknowledge that they made you upset. If they can't right. really acknowledge that, then they probably don't care about you that much. Right. Exactly. Which is crazy. Yeah. So big tell sign, I guess. But <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps us up. I hope you guys enjoyed our red flags. Let us know if we missed anything. Um, We'll try to throw a question box up on Instagram on Tuesday, which the episode comes out on Wednesday. So hopefully you guys saw that last night Um, and we'll get some red flags from the audience. Um, But I hope you got something out of this. Hopefully you laughed or took something to heart. 
Um, but make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the chat underscore pod. I am at Brit Riolo. And I'm at Amanda underscore Jago. And we will chat with you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.